0: Maybe I'm the only one, but patience has always been a huge problem for me. Maybe I'm not the only one because (laughs) daily messages we are receiving from our current world, I see things like, you can have it all. You can have it your way. You can have it now. You can have it, but others can't. You can have, have, have. You can get, get, get. You can have more, more, more. Now, now, now. The world as we know it is set up to recruit people with greed, envy, while money, power, and a beautiful lifestyle are not inherently bad. The enemy can easily make chasing these things, these now things, very attractive. And before we know it, we're buying into the idea that we're entitled to having it all our way And now, impatience is almost worn like a badge of pride because God has already won the battle. The great news is that there is another way, and it will lead to much more joy-filled life and business journey. So today, we are going to be doing a step-by-step tutorial on patience so that you can finally enjoy your business journey. Let's get started. Hey, Mama. Welcome to your business calling. Do you finally want to get clarity on growing your online business and drop the confusion of ever-changing growth trends? Do you find yourself up late at night asking Google how to get past overwhelm and burnout? Do you wake up enthusiastic about hearing from God only to feel frustrated when you've invested in yet another program that steers you off course and subtracts from your bank account instead of adding to it? Hey, I'm Jennifer. I, too, was a capable, ambitious mama who wanted to use my God-given gifting to contribute financially to my family. I, too felt like I was doing everything the gurus told me and still staying stuck. I kept thinking, maybe I must not know enough yet, or maybe I I didn't hear from God right until I woke up to the truth that my confidence and business path came from Jesus. And I was capable of not only squashing overwhelm, but creating a business that would bless lives starting right here in my own home. In this podcast, you'll find victory in your authenticity, clarity on who and whose you are, Confidence in growing your business the way God has called you to grow it so that you will finally feel that kingdom impact. Find your coziest chair, favorite coffee mug, and prettiest journal, and let's get started. Hello, friend! Are you finding yourself burned out and frustrated because you've consumed a never ending list of self help resources and it's not gotten you any closer to your goals? I spent more than 20 years growing businesses with a steady diet of the latest and greatest self help books, seminars, and following all of the biggest business self-help gurus i felt that i was doing all the right things learning what was kind of working at the moment and What I really was doing was distracting myself from my God-given gifts to serve those I've been asked to serve. This self-help obsession was unsettling my soul, digging me deeper into debt, and distracting me from hearing from God on what His desire was for my business. I want you to know that you have never had to buy into the self-help lies that the business community has been creating in order to grow your kingdom business. I invite you to come and share a coffee date with me and do a self-help detox. The Self-Help Detox is a 30-minute mini-workshop. You can grab your favorite mug, your favorite pen, and your prettiest journal and sit down with me as I walk you through the three steps. revive and renew your soul and get you ready to go down that path with the Lord. I've been able to feel flow over the past several years and growing my business after detoxing from the world's way of doing business has shown itself to be so much more fulfilling and satisfying. I've been able to spend more time with family and doing other things like learning how to grow in the garden and eating healthier while answering God's call. Come right now to bit.ly.com slash self-help detox. That's bit.ly.com slash self-help detox and see if the detox is something that might help you free up more time, energy, joy, and peace. I'll see you there. Why are we so focused on now? Having things now, getting things now. Is it that our brains love victory? Is it that we, as humans, crave stability? Is it that we want to know what's gonna be happening? We wanna have that control? Is it that we want stuff to fill the holes that are inherently in our souls? Is it because we want to appear better than others? What I think it is, bottom line, is that I feel like we fear the pain that will be required of us to walk through on the way to growing patience. Now, impatience is being restlessly eager for something. So if patience is a muscle that gets to be developed, we get to come back to the few things that we're going to be talking about today repeatedly over and over in life. But we're going to bottom line it for you. We're going to get right to the point. On the handful of things that we can do to grow this patience muscle strong. I can remember so many times in life where I have let my impatience get the best of me. Where I would take shortcuts to get me to the end point faster. And it reminds me of that story of the little boy that is watching his caterpillar turn into a butterfly. Where the uh, caterpillar spins the cocoon and is in there making the the metamorphosis the transformation is happening there but the boy gets so impatient that he starts to help butterfly out of the cocoon without realizing that part of what's going to make that butterfly be able to fly is that it has to struggle to get out of the cocoon by itself and that if the boy helps the butterfly is actually incapacitating the butterfly and being able to fly at all. Those shortcuts that I wanted to take to get from point A to point B without having to practice that patience is exactly what happens every time. It's the difference between having A weak outcome and a strong outcome. And those experiences have led me to this message. Let's consider these few things to help us to realize how important it is to build this patient's muscle. Walking with Jesus through this forest of growing a business so that it's so much more enjoyable and so much more beautiful. Number one is that he is good. The Bible repeatedly proclaims that God is good. God's goodness is abundant. And you can find that in Exodus 34, 6, Psalm 31, 19. His goodness is always with us, always with us. That one is Psalm 23, 6. And then James says that everything good comes from God. So we're believing the Bible as directly inspired by God for us to help us live here on this earth. So how can we remember this? We are going to practice daily gratitude. Perhaps there is something that you can wear that helps you remind you of this Perhaps getting one of those, um, perhaps wearing a ring. Maybe it's a you can call it your gratitude ring. And every time you look at it or touch it, you can spin it and say a thank you prayer. In spending time in gratitude, you are going to remember the fact that He is so good because He has already given the biggest gift in sending Jesus to die for us. Okay, the next one is that he is in control and for, forging his will on earth. You guys, we already know the outcome here. We already know that he won. <laughs> we, are, we already know that's happening. Okay, it's going to happen. It has happened. A quote from a theologian that I found online, E. Stanley Jones He says, to surrender the thing you fear into the hands of God, turn it right over to God and ask him to solve it with you. Fear is keeping things in your own hands and faith is turning them over into the hands of God and leaving them there. Have you ever heard of using your journal to write down the things that you're afraid of or the uh, perhaps prayer requests and then going back, you know, weeks, months later and realizing how God has answered those things? that he's in control and how he answers them is always the best, whether he answers it uh, with a yes or a no or a maybe or a later. Going back to see not only what troubled you at one point and you realize it was not that big of a deal, all the way through to the big, big deal things that you can see his hand has been on this whole time. Not only can that help us to remember that he's in control, it can also help us to remember to appreciate that we are not (laughs) in control of this. Okay, so we're building this patience muscle, remembering all of the times that he has been faithful to us. And it'll be more simple to let go, knowing that he has full control. Okay, this final one for the day is to submit to his will. Now, I feel sometimes that the word submit has a negative connotation to it to you know, to make us feel like we are giving up the fight, so we must be a loser, or that our, we aren't strong enough to handle something because we're going to submit it. We're going to submit to it. God doesn't actually require us to submit because he's a tyrant, but because he is a loving father and he knows what is best for us. You have the kiddos. You have experience and more experience in life than they do. So you understand why you make particular rules in the house, right? And you expect the children to submit to those rules. And there's a problem if they don't. It complicates their life, doesn't it? So (laughs) why we mess everything up and we complicate our lives. Simplicity is his bottom line. We are not created to handle all the details. So if you imagine that life is a party that God is throwing, (laughs) we are not the party planner. We, our job is to show up and enjoy this thing that he has given us. And now, it's not always going to be easy. Sometimes the punch is going to spill. Sometimes we're going to trip up over our own feet and land up on the ground, but he is in control of everything about that party. So let's be gracious in our acceptance of the invitation and let him be the ultimate host that he is. Okay, so so some things that we can do to really help us to submit to his will. Let's submit gracefully. Okay, let's go down without a fight. Let's let's openly give this submission to him. Let it let's hand it to him in a silver platter. Let's just give him that gift, the most beautifully wrapped gift we can imagine. Okay. We're gonna pray. That communication with him, it's it's like a it's like a date night with your spouse. But this is not just once a week. <laughs> this is or once a month, however you manage you do a date night. This is gonna be one of those things that happens throughout the day. We're going to read his word because his word is breathed onto these pages for us. Spending time with that, choosing to be content in what we have, where we are right now, what's in front of us to do right now, what the kind of things that we have to handle, content in that instead of constantly wanting more or different. We were made to worship, and so we must do that. We must, we know that this practicing down here on the earth, worshiping is going to be you know we got to build that up we're going to spend eternity doing that we got to make sure we're ready for it right so let's practice this worship frequently whether that's music or spending time in nature or what whatever you wherever you feel closest to him and letting go of the need to control your life i kind of look at it like when I feel like I'm trying to control my life, my hands tight-fisted, white-knuckled, whereas if I am letting go of that control, I have open hands, open opened up to above. Something can land in my hands, something can be taken from my hands. It's going to be ha- it happens all the time, right? In life. But that you are going to be okay either way because he has already won. So let's wrap up today with a prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us together today from all over the world. Thank you for reminding us. Thank you for your patience. (laughs) Thank you for your patience and reminding us again that the reality is not that we can have it all or that we can have it our way or that we can have it now. The reality is that you have created us to do your will here. And we are so thankful that you chose us. Help us this week as we are focused on remembering that you are good and that you are in control and then our job is to submit to your will in jesus name we pray amen our goal is to have listeners in all 50 of our united states for those of us listening in north america and this week our goal is to introduce this podcast to somebody that you know and love that needs support support and encouragement in growing their coaching or their online course business in the state of Delaware. So who do you know in Delaware that you could forward this podcast to that really make a difference in their lives today to brighten, to encourage, to cheer them on as they are doing God's work? Our goal is to have listeners in all 50 states by the end of 2023. So let's do this together. I'll meet you back on Friday for another episode. Remember, success is in obedience. Bye-bye.